You're correct, James Brown. It does feel good to win. It feels good, and it feels really good to especially win two in a row because it feels like that hasn't happened in a decade. So, yeah. <laughs> um, it- obviously, you were at the game. Obviously, I was not at the game. How was the game, and how was Neyland? Oh, it was beyond electric. I haven't seen it like that in maybe three years. You could just you could just feel like the place shaking, and every every like every third down, you you could just hear the the jumping. Like it felt like the place was it wasn't live. <laughs> yeah, usually you said third down and stuff like that. Like usually you can. When I was watching it on TV, usually you can you can hear that the third down song that they play or whatever like a billion times a game. It seems like like you could barely hear that. You could just hear the crowd going absolutely haywire. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was absolutely absolutely crazy. And then, of course, everyone was like so hyped to start the game, and then the game started off the way it did. What what was it like when one uh, that that play happened? The very first oh play my, of the game. Oh my. <laughs> It was so freaking deflating. I mean, that was just like a stab in your gut. Everything you're thinking about this game and that one play, it almost just confirms a loss, it feels like, you know? Yeah, yeah because of the past and everything that's ever happened in the past. Yeah. You're literally sitting there, you're like, here we go again, especially after uh, winning against Mississippi State and then you come out and that's the first play of the game. Yeah. You're like, you have got to be – kidding me i literally it, just stared at my tv and didn't say a word i almost turned it off like i literally yeah. almost turned it off like it, and coming into this game our thinking is okay we gotta play great defense because we don't know what we're getting on offense and they have really good defense yeah so you're like we probably need all like i think we should have to hold them to at least 20 points you know exactly and then then seven points just right up on yeah the board. bam boom yeah done seven points yeah. right out of the gate. I think it took like 11 seconds and we were down seven to nothing. Yeah. But man, I think I said uh, last week in our podcast, I did say this, that South Carolina's defense scares me more than Alabama's defense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not anymore. They, uh, now they're secondary. <laughs> I, I was shocked. They lit them up in the second half it was yeah. it was almost embarrassing like to, for South Carolina like they I mean, lit them up like I haven't seen in so long it reminded me of back like Tyler Bray or someone like that just throw yeah. deep balls man yeah it was very refreshing when uh, we're gonna jump up ahead I guess but when Shrout threw that pass to Marquez I mean it was just like holy crap, we can throw balls like that sometimes? Yeah, well, the thing is, and I tweeted this out. I tweeted this out. And one of my biggest MVPs of the game, and I'm, I'm going to get to my, my players of the game, of course. But okay. Jared Garantano. <laughs> what was that? Yes. Where has that Sir, been? I don't know, and I'm like, part of me is like so – happy to see it but then I'm like where has it been <laughs> yeah and he would I've never seen throws he would step back in the pocket and he would throw my goodness the prettiest dart across the middle of the field and hit like Jennings or whoever was a receiver in stride and I, yeah. it was just unbelievable I was like that was the most perfect dart I've ever seen that kid throw because usually he's like way off. He had a couple throws that were way off in the game, but man, he I had mean, a lot of throws that were on, and they were. Pretty... I can only think of like one that was like really bad. That was, yeah, that was that the one, one that to... Marquez or Juan, and he overthrew him. He's wide open or something like that. Oh, you might be thinking. Of it. I might have missed that one. I guess you might have. But... I remember him throwing behind Tim Jordan, but yeah, that's, that's... oh yeah, that could have been. Yeah. But I know he I was had way one up. where somebody was streaking down. Or someone was wide open. I think it was Juwan Jennings was wide open. And I don't know if he just didn't see him, but he threw it to the opposite side of the field. And if he'd have thrown it to Juwan Jennings, it would have been easy, easy. He could have, he could have literally moonwalked into the end zone. <laughs> he could have just made a sandwich. 
That quarterback that played yesterday, that Garitano, that, that guy doesn't lose to BYU. That guy doesn't lose Georgia State. That guy doesn't get, like, embarrassed at Florida, you know? Yeah. If you could just be that guy more often. Yeah. I just don't understand. And now he already broke his fingers or whatever. He had to get screws in it. But I think he's already back at practice yeah. tomorrow. That was, it was his non-throwing wrist, yeah. 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 But you got to give him credit for that play, too. Because he stood in the pocket yeah. and he got drilled. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I think that was the play. I, I'm pretty sure it was a play. I, 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 have you gone back and rewatched the game yet? Uh, definitely. I mean, not not play by play, yeah. but you know, bits and highlights. There was a play. I'm pretty sure it was like a penalty or something like that. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a moment in the game where Jeremy Pruitt was talking to Jared, Jared or JG on the sideline. And the camera kind of zoomed in, and you see Juwan Jennings just staring Jeremy Pruitt and JG down. And Juwan Jennings goes over to JG, and almost like he words like, give me the ball. And then the next play, he threw the ball to him, and he made an incredible catch, and he got – Oh. Juwan oh, Jennings one. got drilled, and he held him for the ball. Yeah. But he was like, give Good. me the ball. Like, he was, he was pissed. He was pissed. Speaking, just Juwan Jennings, that was the best game I have ever seen him play at Tennessee. I mean, I can't I, – it's been a while since the receivers have that good a game here. Like, he, a while. Ha, have you ever seen the movie Little Giants? Uh, I don't think oh so. I know, it. I know of it. You're, yeah, you're fired. You're never – you're, not, you're ah. done with this podcast. Dude. All right, a good so there's, a, there's a guy in Little Giants, his name is Spike, and he's like the biggest, meanest, toughest kid. And there's this scene where he's just like dragging all these little kids around and no one can tackle him. I felt like that was Dewan Jennings. He was like a high school kid playing peewee football, and he was just tossing kids around like they were like little children. Like it was, man, that was the most beasting performance I've ever seen yeah. from a since I can recall a wide receiver, like we've had some great ones, but I don't think we've ever had a wide receiver that I have ever seen that has just pure beast mode, man. He unstoppable could not stop. Yeah. Him. You could not stop him. I mean, if you just get the ball in the hands, he will make something happen. And it's just like, you know, that every time, like I can't, there's not a guy I can really think of. Patterson's the only guy kind of because he can make guys miss, but but Jennings has a different style. Yeah. He's not going to make you miss. He's going to get in. He's going to beat you down. It's, it's it's a pain in the ass to tackle. Yes, him. it is. It's the it's hard to <laughs> he might be the most physical receiver. I can't think of another receiver that I've ever seen that's been that physical. I mean, I, there, I of course, of there's other receivers like that, but I've never seen a receiver that just manhandles people like he does. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it often. You know, it's very rare. I, I don't. Is Julio Jones like that? I, I could. I, I remember Julio Jones. I know he's big and he's strong, but I don't remember Julio Jones just throwing people around like that. I remember he's, yeah. he's big, he's tough, he's physical, and in college he did that. Not quite to the level of Jawan Jennings that I recall, but he was really big and really physical, so he could go up and get it and just, you know, just boot people out of the way and catch it. But Jawan Jennings, you could have three guys on him, and he's probably going to catch the ball. Like he's that yeah. that dead gum good, dude. He he gets what he wants. Yes. You know, it's not like a question of if he's going to. You know, and what's crazy about it is as well is during that game. South Carolina's defense, like when it was third down or something like that, they knew he was getting the ball and they could not stop it. No. They could not stop it. They knew it was going to him and they could not stop it. He had Juwan Jennings. I'm looking at the stats right now. He had seven catches for 174 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. That is a man's performance right there. That is a performance we haven't seen from a wide receiver at Tennessee in a long time. I, I mean, like. can you think – can you think of a, a more lovable, more like a love that like like this much in the past maybe fifteen years? I really, I really okay. don't. I 
I, I don't ever want I think I might cry when he leaves. Like, I don't ever want to yeah. see that man leave. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, we, we, if we didn't have him during this terrible stretch, well, I don't know what our fans would actually even have anything to look forward to at all yeah. besides to watch and extend the ball. And if you need, need another reason to hate the old regime here, they want to kick him off. The yeah. Yeah, they did. Well, they, yeah. yeah, they did. And yeah. I was listening to the radio up here in Knoxville and I'm pretty sure, I mean, Knoxville, uh, Nashville. And they played a clip from uh, Brady Hoke when he was like, told the radio, was like, yeah, Dewan is no longer on the team. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Brady Hoke told people that. Brady Hoke. I think, I think um, Pruitt discussed his press conference today that um, the people, he, he went up and asked some people who worked here and they, he, if, if like they, he should add them back to the team or if it's, if it's possible. And they, they said, no, he, he shouldn't. Like, like, and, and then Kurt said, well, all those people are gone now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're all fired. <laughs> I Bringing back Juwan Jennings, Pruitt, Pruitt knew he had to, because I feel like Pruitt looked at the roster and was like, yeah, you could, you could probably kill someone and you, we would need you back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of sucked to lose him. It really is. Yeah. It's going to really suck. Like, we don't have a go-to guy now when when he goes, you know. And Mark West goes. Yeah, there. Mark West goes, and he had he had 102 yards and a touchdown in that game as well. Yeah. Where has this and a kick been? I remember Jonathan Crompton, out of all people, doing an interview before the season started, and he said, oh, I think I heard that one. <laughs> "Do what?" I think I heard that one. He too. said, "Yeah." It was right before the Georgia – no, it might have been after the Georgia State game. It was before. Either way, it doesn't really matter. But he said, give Chaney time. When this offense gels, you will know it. And I'm starting to think that we know it. (laughs) We know it now. What he was talking about. That's what what he said in the interview. He's like, when this offense gels, you will know it. He says, because when I played, it was – I can't remember what game he said it was. I think it was a Georgia game. He said it just clicked. And I just – we knew it, the offense. It was – he was like, it was unbelievable how it just happened. It was a snap of a finger, and it was clear as day. And I feel like that's what's happening with this team right now. It's just becoming clear. Yeah, it, it, it certainly appears that way. And he's really being missed at Georgia right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's – it's hilarious. to struggle this bad on offense, you realize how good Cheney like really was, or really is. He is. Yeah, he is good. I think like I, I saw snapshots on Twitter from their message boards where they like, you know, I hate to say it, but Tennessee fans are probably right. Because <laughs> yeah. they were, yeah, you know, like even you know if they're saying that shit, they're, it's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> if Georgia fans, yeah, if they're saying that, it's probably true. But yeah. I just – it's an overall, not just Cheney, but the coaching staff. It's, this is unbelievable. Like, I, I put I, – I sent a tweet on Twitter. I sent out a tweet on Twitter. Yeah, of course, where else would you send it but Twitter? But It'd be hard if yeah, you did anywhere else. <laughs> I sent a tweet on Instagram. But – Didn't go yeah, too it well. Didn't, it didn't send. It, it, yeah. But I haven't – I said something to the effect of when Philip Fulmer hired Jamie Pruitt, he knew what we are finding out right now that this man can coach football. And of course I got some comments back like, well, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know that? How do you know that? Like, dude, are you not watching the same games I'm watching? Have you, did you not watch the Georgia state game? And are you not watching these games now? This team is so much improved. It's, how are you not like? I understand it's our record is still what it is, but if you can't just sit there and definitively say this guy can coach players up, you are blind as all get out. Oh, without a doubt, especially especially our uh, our defensive and offensive line. 
Dude, it is our defense day. Our our defense Saturday. That second half, man, that was like the most dominant performance I've seen in our defense in a long time. They, like, oh, they didn't suffocate Suffocated. They didn't get a they didn't get a, get a turnover either. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like they got help, you know, from the offense. No, the offense didn't even turn the ball over. We were just stopping them. Yeah. 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 That's so impressive. I mean, if you're and, and think go ahead. And think about the Georgia State game. We couldn't even line up right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. What, two what, months what later. Going on? These guys, yeah. There's like 10 like, guys on the right side of the line. You're like, well, dude. And look at them yeah. now. And two months later, you can shut out a pretty good offense. Like like this team put up 27 on Florida, which is a pretty good defense. Yeah, and exactly. 23 on Alabama. You know, it's not a bad, bad offense. Yeah. Exactly. And you can just shut them down. Yeah, and they beat Georgia. So. Yeah. Batuli. Oh, my God. I've never – yeah. Batuli had every – get this. I don't know if you saw the stat line, but he had 15 tackles, two tackles for a loss, a block punt, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, that is – That is – That's a day. That is a draft stock just – through the roof stats right there. His draft stock, you know, some NFL guys were watching that game and were like, oh my goodness. He was literally unstoppable in that game. And he he was big in the passing yes. game too. I, I can't think of all the passes he knocked down. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. he was everywhere. And Henry T, of course, was that duo right there of size and speed. That is hard to stop. That's it's unmatched, it, man. it really is. That is hard to stop. And I thank the good good Lord above every day that we got Henry T now. Like because when yeah. Matuli goes out, it's gonna be a big difference for a little bit. But I think Henry has man, he has he he's got it, man. He's got man. the it factor. I, he has got the it I hate to say it. It, definitely. I hate to say this, but man, we really got bad luck with uh Banks. You know, all his situation because he would have been a great linebacker. I think Jeremy Banks is that like, what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jeremy Banks. I mean, he had all the all the uh, skills oh. at playing that position. Don't go out and say you're going to shoot a cop. I don't know. Yeah, okay. yeah. Now we're kind of left like, okay, who who will replace Batuli? Right. Yeah. yeah. But again, if you're a recruit, if you are a recruit right now, because last week. I mean, it's like Jeffrey was like, all right, well, I'm going to cut Banks, but watch this. I'm going to get three linebackers to replace them. <laughs> and they're from Memphis, Memphis too. boys, man. Yeah. They're from Memphis. You lose one Memphis linebacker, you get three more. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're just growing them over there. Yeah. Just sprouting them out of the ground. But, man, yeah. if you are a recruit, going back to what I was saying, if you are a recruit, and you're watching this, and you're trying – you're on the fence with Tennessee, this has got to boost their – Tennessee's chances of getting kids watching from week one to right now, especially on defense. It has oh, got yeah, to, without a doubt. Man, it has got to because these kids are like, okay, I'm watching this team and this defense doing what they're doing now compared to the beginning of the season. This coach can make us better. Man, Jerry Pruitt is one hell of a coach. I, I know we're, we sound like sheep oh, and all this crap, know. you know. Yeah, but, like, I see something in him. I just do. He's such a relatable guy, you know. He's just he's, such a – He's – you got to kind of – you said we sound like sheep, which we may sound like sheep right now, and yeah. we don't know how it's going to play out. But he's learning on the job. He, he's yeah. learning on the job. He is, this is his first time ever being a head coach. And you can yeah. see him every week learning how to do things better than he did the week before that and the week before that, and especially from season one to season two. You still saw a lot, like a little bit of that. Actually, you saw a lot of it at the beginning of the season. You're like, this is the same coach. He's not going to progress. And then out of nowhere, you see the team progress, and you're like, 
okay, this guy, this guy has, has something that is starting to really blossom. Yeah. You can see him growing as a head coach. It's, it's, it's really exciting. And the thing that's great, great you... about it too, as well, is our players are feeding off his energy. They, exactly. they, they are no longer feel like they're being thrown under the bus or disciplined or made like they feel, they don't feel like they're stupid anymore yeah. when he gets onto them. They listen to him. They don't just ignore him. Like when Butch Jones scream at you, you're like, dude, shut up. What are you talking about? Get out of my face. Yeah. You don't know anything. Like, I mean, you're just, you just, it's the wrong kind of guy. Butch Jones was the wrong kind of guy to be doing that. Pruitt. <laughs> Pruitt is more like a father figure, you yeah. know? Like, you can tell these guys are going to listen to him and look, look for, like, look, they're going to listen to what he has to yeah. say. And he's there for them in hard times. Too. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And his intensity has a reflection yeah. on every player right now because that team on Saturday, their intensity, I, you saw it with Alabama. It started with, I would say it started with you think would you say it started with Georgia the intensity just the the play of like the just the intensity I would say so the Georgia I remember so? it was really eye opening yes. to me when we were like like when we were like making tackles and like really dragging guys yeah. down you know and it was it was nice to see like we wanted to be out you kind of saw it with Georgia and then rolls around Alabama and that really mm-hmm. opened your eyes with the way the team was responding to his style of coaching and his intensity. Yeah. It really opened your eyes. And then you have Mississippi state and you're like, okay, that's pretty good. And then last Saturday, you're like, wow, this team is really juiced up. What was it? What was it like during commercial breaks when, what, what, what was the team doing on the sidelines? Were they like up and down jumping and stuff like that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the whole game. Oh, I remember. Um, what was that third and twenty on South Carolina's goal line? South Carolina's pinned back really yes. far, and it seemed like every player on defense was trying to get the fans hyped up. And like, I I haven't seen like all our teams just jump like, up like that so into yeah. it. Yeah, and just so into it and like loving what they're doing. It's like you can tell these guys all love each other and just like having a great time. Yeah. You know? Like that—that's such a cool thing to see when you know they're out there, like they're making plays and they're just like loving it, you know. They're who's um, like South Carolina. Like, I think you have to double check me on this, but I'm pretty sure this is how many rush. I think they had 78 rushing yards, South Carolina total on 30 attempts. I'm pretty sure. Holy 78 crap. yards on 30 attempts. When they're running back, I think the week before had like a hundred and. 30 plus yards on half of that. Like it, their defense wow. shut South Carolina's run game down. They literally shut them down. Huh. And that is, that's an unbelievable stat. I'm pretty sure it was 78 yards on 38, I mean, 30 attempts. And that, that's remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> that's remarkable. It, if this is the future of Tennessee football, who, who can't be excited They've right now? Excited. I mean, after watching Bush Jones' teams for so long, you know, my mind is still like adjusting to this. You know, mm-hmm. like like we go out there and play play defense and actually get stops. Like that 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 was only on rare occasions with Bush Jones. It felt like yeah, or it, it felt like I don't know if Barnett doesn't get a sack here, they're gonna move the ball. Right, you know? like we've had this defensive line when you came into the season and you saw the names on it, you said to yourself, I don't know many of these, like you knew who they were, but you heard yeah, about them. Heard about them. They were rotational players every now and then. And we've had back in the previous 10 years, we've, we've had some pretty good defensive lines and defensive players, but that game Saturday might've been one of the most dominant defensive line performances I think I've seen since 2016 Florida in the second half when they just when Barnett of course like you just said went crazy and just shut Florida down pretty much by itself yeah 
Yeah. I mean, you think of how many playmakers we had on those 2016-15 defenses, and it's like, how did they not do that? Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. you have a bunch of, like, players that you barely heard of coming into the season developing yeah. into monsters, especially Middleton. And is it a – I can never see his first name right. Is it Kevon Bennett? Kevon Bennett, yeah. It's a uh, Cornelius yes, Bennett's yes. son. I always get, I always mess up his first Bills. name, so I'm always hesitant to say it. But Kevon Bennett, and his, you know, his dad's yeah. a legend in yeah. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is yeah, kind of cool. He had yeah. his stats weren't weren't very impressive in the game, but if you go back and watch that game, that kid was so disruptive. <laughs> he huh. he made the running back change directions about a thousand times during that game. And they didn't know where to go. And the quarterback, on several occasions, had to throw the ball way, way early. He was yeah. he was causing havoc, havoc, havoc. Man, he was all up in those people's faces. Man, it was it was fun to watch. Is he? To watch. Is he a freshman? I think so. I think so. I think so freshman. too. I'm not sure if he was JUCO or not. He is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure yeah. he's a freshman. Yeah. Uh, I know. Anyways, you know, I, I think you might be thinking of Middleton. Middleton was a JUCO. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of and Emerson, speaking I think. Of, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Greg. And Sa- Savion Williams too. We got a lot of JUCO guys actually. Speaking yeah. of Middleton, but <laughs> again, before he knocked that guy out and yeah. got the um, head-to-head targeting. Yeah. You know, you know what killed me? <laughs> what killed me during that call or that play is when the, the you couldn't hear it on TV, but the announcer was like. <laughs> really, he's he got targeting because he hit him up high. I'm like, dude, he's six seven. Of course, he's gonna hit him up high. Where else is he supposed to hit him? He's six foot seven. Where do you Where want you to hit him, mommy? It, and it's sad. It really is sad that that. I mean, it is a penalty. Like that's in the mm-hmm. book. But like, but like, you're welcome to that play. And that's such a good. That's such a good hit. You know. And you're like, man, that's sad that that's a penalty. It you know? is. You know? It was. It's, it's the up. definition of a penalty, but he didn't mean to do that. He was just he he didn't even like lower his head. He just ran into the guy because he's so tall, and his yeah. face mask just hit the guy's helmet, and he drove into the ground. And as soon as he hit the ground, he knew it immediately. He was like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So stupid, I am man. done. I'm gone." Yeah, I, I I'm just I just hate that. That's a thing now. Like like he made a great play. He did everything right, and he got kicked out of the game for yeah. it. You know, it just it just makes you sick. Yeah, like, it does. I don't know. It does. It does. And yeah. I feel like – Oh. Go ahead. Oh, and South Carolina's DB just dives into our receiver's head. And, oh, that – didn't see oh, that. Uh, uh, apparently, the refs didn't see that uh, massive face mask either on our guy. Yeah. And despite, like, he saw the photo of the ref literally <laughs> staring at it. He's like, what do I call here? Huh? The 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 stadium, I'll tell you on that happened, went unglued. Oh, me too. Like, I went unglued in my house. I think I, I literally knocked my stool over next to the couch. I got so angry. I was like, you guys literally got up and screamed. I was like, you got to be shitting me, man. I was saying so much crap, which, I mean, the guy couldn't hear me, obviously, no way. I was I was literally under the jumbo trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, that these just the officiating is so freaking awful. It is awful, man. And they, we talked about it last week. You can't. They don't even have to answer questions. And everyone on Twitter is just tagging SEC officiating. Greg saying you like every like if you go back and get on Twitter. Well, you can't. I mean, you, you can go back and try probably find tweets. But during the game when you got on Twitter. The entire your entire feed was that one phrase, with that call on it with the face mask. It was Greg Sankey officiating the entire feed. It was like a thousand people. How how the hell do you miss that? I don't know. They do so. And and then like, didn't didn't South Carolina like they said they could score a touchdown? They went and reviewed it and. Said, oh, he, his knee went down. Didn't that happen like eight times? I feel, yeah, I feel like it happened a hundred times. Every time you looked yeah. up, that game was so long because they reviewed uh-huh. so many plays. 
it's insane. how do you I, I understand if you if you're gonna review a play to get it right, but my goodness, how do you not get any of these plays right? You are always wrong. It's funny. I don't I don't know. I mean, how are you that shitty job? I just don't understand. If I was that if I was that, if I was that terrible at my job, I I wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't have a job. I, yeah. I would not have a job. And people would probably be tweeting at me. Man, I would probably cry. Because yeah. I sucked so bad at my job. <laughs> but it's the officiating uh, is getting unreal. It's it's becoming un unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it was so weird to see not an Alabama game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> like, wait a minute, they're doing this again. I, I thought that was only for the yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The game. I I turned to my roommate during these calls, and I said to him. He's he's an FSU fan, so he's going through some 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 hard times right now. And he always tells me, he's like, "You don't understand." I'm like, "Buddy, shut up, buddy. Just just shut up. You, you won a national title not that long ago, and, and you're having a couple rough seasons. Just shut your mouth. I know exactly what you're talking about." And so every time yeah. he asks me a question now, he's like, "Hey man, do you do you uh, do you feel this way about?" Or whenever he gets mad, as soon as he finishes the sentence, I'm like, I already know. Just don't even finish the sentence because I've been there and I've done that. So I understand where you're coming from. So don't even finish the sentence. And I was like, if you have to start a finish, if you have to start a sentence with, have you ever? I was like, just yes, just stop it. I've been there for the last twelve years, buddy. Yeah, I mean, no one. I can't. I, I mean, maybe Nebraska. No, no. I mean, they, they had some good years. What, like 2016, 15. <laughs> Yeah, but Bo Pelini was alright. Bo Pelini needs yeah. needs find Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but they won they won some games. You know, we I just can't think of anyone who has had a, this bad of a decade. Yeah. That's a power. What if you put Bo Pelini and Will Muschamp on the same coaching staff? Do you think there'd be like a massive fire at the university at some point? Just like the whole thing just burns down. I mean. It it would be like oh what's the name Bobby Knight like on acid like would match there's it. a candle lit in the office or something and Bo Palladium will Muschamp get really aggravated and just accidentally set the entire school on fire. It just weren't they on the same coaching staff? Uh, maybe at LSU. Oh. No, what? No, Muschamp was Florida, wasn't he? No, Texas. Well, Mus- yeah, was yeah, Texas. yeah. But Texas. didn't he coach for? Nick Saban, LSU, or something, I think. And Bo Pelini was a DC. You might be right. I don't uh, or Or maybe the OC. I have no idea. Wow. But that's, yeah. on, that's under that's Nick not... Saban. He was probably like, if you don't cross yeah. Nick Saban, your, your career's probably over. Or if you're Lane Kiffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. You end up at FAU. Lane Kiffin's got some balls, yeah. man. That's, got some balls. <laughs> that's why he's at FAU. So. Yeah. Tweeting it. Yeah. Know. Well, you. You end up at FAU if you cross Nick Saban, and then if you beat Nick Saban, you end up at Liberty. So, and that—that's like best case scenario. I mean, he's—he's <laughs> he's lucky to be at Liberty in a hospital bed, coaching a game. Yeah, Nick Saban probably poisoned yeah. his drink and killed his bones or whatever he had going on up there. <laughs> Couldn't stand or whatever. His bones were like deteriorating right in front of his eyes. I think Nick Saban's losing a little I bit. Kind of, like, yeah. you saw him at the at the press conference. I think it was last week. He like lost his mind on a reporter for nothing, well, which isn't he's isn't new. That. But 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 it was kind of like everyone. But it was less. It was less accepted this time. Yeah, it was like a short trigger. Yeah. He knows. He's yeah. Angry like, his team. Like. Yeah, I think I think his rant there is coming to an. I think, I think LSU. I think they'll beat him. I think so. Ah, uh, yeah. Every time we say this, though, he wins another national goal, and we're back to square one yeah. again. So, someone just told me we're gonna win out and beat the crap out of a Big Ten team in a bowl, and we're gonna come in with way, high, way too high expectations. I wouldn't doubt it. We won't I reach that. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Because that happens all the time. <laughs> and I, I, I'm kind of scared about this podcast so far because we're being way too positive. We're being what? way too positive. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we just played our best game since maybe 2016. Oh, so let's damn, let's, let's enjoy it. We won two games in a row. Yeah. Screw them. Screw yeah. them. Let's, let's oh, have fun. That's only one let's in a row. For I mean. at least one week. Jeez. 
goodness. You got it mixed up. It's it was uh Mississippi State, then Alabama. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, yeah. I knew exactly what I said that I was like, Yeah, I got that backwards, but oh well. They'll they'll know what I mean. Yeah. They'll yeah. know what I mean. Um to all the people that won't listen to this, they'll know exactly what I mean. They'll know. When the when did you cause you sent me those videos of all the people leaving? All the South Carolina fans leaving. When yeah. when did they start leaving and realize that this game was over? Like when was the okay. first time you noticed they were they were literally saying, Oh, okay, we don't have a chance anymore. Okay. Um I was sitting with a lot of South Carolina fans, which was really annoying. I had not realized how loud they were. Um and there were these like three guys look like early 20s really really annoying like like 10 beers deep all of them. <laughs> yeah because beers yeah, are just losing their yeah they are i mean it's insane and i got there late they didn't get the tailgate at all oh no yeah anyways they they were just loud the entire game but when uh batuli got that blocked punt and dove on in the end zone they 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 they, they turned around they went is that is that the moment they just started? They said, "All right, screw it, we're done." Yeah, that was the confirmation of yeah, we're winning. <laughs> yeah. And that was like when just like the stadium like came unglued and just like celebration. It was just like so. Oh, it's just such a good night to be in the mm-hmm. old stadium. You know, just one of those nights you're gonna remember. Even like like a lot of people look at the attendance and like, oh, it's only eighty five thousand or ninety thousand. Like that was yeah, a lot. Ninety thousand. You know, yeah, and like you're getting the best yes, fans. Like, probably. like yeah. we don't get like we're not getting all these old rich guys right now. It's a lot yeah. of young people, and like the there stadium's was, like really. It was when I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but they had I think it was after the Marquez Calvary touchdown or either the Batuli block punt. They showed the student section on TV, and I've never mm-hmm. seen a student section all jumping up and down like that since man for dude a long time that entire section was all jumping up and down and people were just like throwing stuff in the air i was like that is on dude i mm-hmm. wish i was there i wish i was a student it and, i wish i was student there too. yeah well, I never <laughs> went there, but, you know yeah, me <laughs> i'm smart enough to yeah. sleep actually it probably was well my sister yeah. went there so i felt like i was a student there because i was there all the time so no, so, <laughs> count me in. Count yeah. me in. You know, I'm alumni. Yeah, really. It was electric in the stadium. It was electric, and it was just like celebration on Cumberland after. Awesome! Like finally get to go to the strip for a real win. Yeah, first time in a while. Last time that happened was 2016, Florida, which was way more intense and crazy than, of course, South Carolina. I don't know, man. It, I mean, I was at both. For real? And this one felt a lot like it. Yeah, serious? I know. It was just South Carolina. It was just South Carolina. I know. But, like, something about it, I don't know. It was just so fun. And it was so electric, like, man. It was electric. Yeah. That I, crowd was I haven't, the electric on TV. It was loud on TV. Loud. It yeah. was one of those crowds to where, at times, the camera was was facing the field, and you could see the camera just shaking a little bit. Yeah. Remember that time? It was, oh yeah, it was it was like the time when Josh Malone caught that slant pass and took it all the way, and oh. they they zoomed up on Jalen or Tease, whatever crap his name is, Tease Tabor, and the camera was just shaking uncontrollably. There was there was times like that during the game. It felt like the camera was just kind of shaking, and man, it was. I I haven't I haven't been that excited in a long time. And it's it's sad just because it's South Carolina, but I don't give a crap. I don't I don't care. I don't I do not yeah. care. It was so exciting. It's it's sad, but you know here's a here's a good thing about kind of sucking for a while. When you get when you start winning, it's just like the most exciting thing in the world. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like like an Alabama fan will like when they win national title or if they win national title, um, their enjoyment. <laughs> will probably not be as much as mine when we beat South Carolina. Exactly. Isn't that like crazy? So spoiled. My yeah. friend, uh, I don't know if you know him, but he does radio in Nashville. Uh, Brent Doherty, one of my one of my friends. He uh, is a big radio host in Nashville. He's on one hundred four five The Zone, and he 
he tells the story all the time about, about his kids are always like, Dad, when are we gonna be good? We suck. He's he tells his kids all the time. He says, "Boys, <laughs> we suck really bad right now, which makes the winning that will eventually come even better." He's like, "The time will come, and you will enjoy it way more than you do if you were just winning constantly." I was like, "That is exactly. a true fact." Because we beat South Carolina, and I was—I uh, mean, you know, of course. And that was some beers. It's a couple couple beers, fourteen beers in and and I was man, I, I was about to drive to Knoxville, possibly get a DUI just to go party. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there by one. <laughs> it was intense. Uh I met I was at Half Barrel. I met some South Carolina fans. They were they were they, they have so low expectations. Of course. <laughs> like, South Carolina. Like they're they're like uh like show each are you thinking about firing Muschamp? Like, yeah, Why no, would you fire Muschamp? Why? I mean, I understand well, that he disappoints you, but he's one of those coaches that I don't know. I feel like he fits perfect there because there's not like super high expectations and not really. I don't know. There, yeah, but if you don't, if you don't get a nine win season, you know, and you're by year five. Yeah, you're right. I feel like I feel like you got to go. Yeah, you're right. But again, you see them. Yeah, they take out Georgia. They lose a heartbreaker against Florida, and then they get smashed by Tennessee. So that's pretty. I mean, whatever, you know. And, and they lost to North Carolina. Did you say that? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. Well, we lost to Florida State. Yeah, yeah, but that that's that's gonna really kill us if we don't make a bowl game. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, in my obviously, I'm the most like delusional guy in the world whatever but i feel like i feel like we have a real good shot at winning out yeah i mean tell me a game we can't win or tell me one of those games that we're gonna lose i i mean I, if tennessee gets to like seven wins how wild would that be with the way with the yeah. way we started and the way you finish how wild of a story is that literally exactly. wanting to jump in a dumpster on fire on game one and then now you're slowly creeping up and saying, hey, this, is, this might not be that bad. If you win I mean, if games, I'm honest, like, yeah, like if we get to our peak of how good we can play, I don't I, I think there's like only a, maybe 10 teams that will beat us. You yeah. know, if we are at our best, absolute right, best. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, what what really... what will you do? What, what what will you do if they went out? Like what what, what would your reaction be? What will you do if they win the rest I'm, of their games this season after the way they started? What, what I mean, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, well, obviously you get like the the playoff committee. Like you try to convince them to let a five loss team in the playoffs. <laughs> All UCF just go straight UCF on them. Well, we beat this team, yeah. so they beat this team, so whatever. Yeah. You know, George State isn't that bad of a loss. <laughs> you really look at it. Oh my god! <laughs> just go straight UCF and just go full stupid mode. Yeah. Well, I mean. God, we will pack out whatever bowl we go to if we we'll, do. We will pack I mean, out the Liberty Bowl, son. Yes, we will. I'll drive <laughs> my hometown. So, so let's go to that game. What, what, uh, what bowl do you want to go to? If we go, I to don't care. Just get me to you a don't bowl, care? man. I don't give a crap. Yeah. I don't care. Just good grief. I, I said this last podcast, and I remember saying this. I don't know. Well, it might not have been last podcast. It might have just been somebody I was talking to, but I remember – I think it was. But sitting in Vanderbilt Stadium, and their PA announcer goes, we're going bowling. And, like, all their fans oh, are like, okay. yeah, like freaking out. And, like, I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> you're going crazy because you're going to a bowl game? Yeah, I feel like an idiot now because that's me now. I'm so how long ago was that? <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Was, <laughs> I think it was. Uh, <laughs> I think it was. Actually, it was during the Tyler Bray era. I think. We love to go bowling. Then. <laughs> yeah, they were like freaking out. We're going bowling, and now I feel like the biggest idiot because I made fun of them, and now I would give my left nut to go bowling. 
I mean, think of what that would do for recruiting, though. Like, God, it just I don't know. We we just need we need to make that step. Let's go to the Liberty Bowl and just continue to wrap up Memphis. All their gangster yeah. athletes. Yeah. I don't know. We might go to the Gator Bowl. I'm thinking about it, maybe. Or Belk Bowl. Tax Layer Bowl. I don't like the Tax, tax Layer Bowl. Layer bowl. Of a previous coach we had, I don't like that. Yeah. Golly, dude. After failing miserably. I'm so tired of hearing about his ass. Me too. Like, I mean, yeah, we yeah. keep bringing it up. It's just like we're so, we're, it's like we're so still so mad. That we just—I don't know. It's just—it's hard not to. But you get so sick of people bringing it up, and then you find yourself bringing it up, and you're like, "Well, I guess I'm just like those people that bring it up that I get mad at." Yeah, exactly. Like, thank you. <laughs> like, um, how how many times? Because I get yelled at or yell on Twitter yeah. for doing this. How many times do you see someone take a picture of their TV and it's Butch Jones yeah. <laughs> on the sideline yeah. for Alabama? People get mad at you on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> This was years ago, man. <laughs> years ago, huh? Oh, holy crap! Well, I've I've had a lot of angry mentions lately, but oh, yeah. of course, dude. I know people that just like want to kill you. You you posted you I, posted the video of people leaving, and I think someone commented on it and saying, "Now all he has to do is jump off." Yeah, that <laughs> guy. It was, it, was, it was kind of funny, but I was like, yeah. man, he is hated." I'm like, even though you made it, when you're hated. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm notorious for a lot of stuff. I care less for it. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like nothing. Like, huh? man, <laughs> but it was. I don't know. I, I'm so yeah. The Bush Jones thing. It needs to be retired. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for some I mean, I don't care if he goes to Rutgers. Goofball. So. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I hope I hope he never gets a coaching job ever again. He sure. will though. But at the same time, we need him off the payroll. <laughs> Just pay him off, Jesus. Oh yeah, well, we're still paying him right now. It's buyout. And if he gets a if he gets a coaching job, you know he'll pay him. We'll have to stop paying. Him. Monopoly money. I don't think he'll know the difference. Really exactly. don't. It looks like money. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who? If you have the same MVP as I do in this game, I'm asking this question because I kind of prefaced it earlier, uh, prefaced it earlier. Who is your MVP of the game? Who would you say that well, made the biggest impact in that game that made we us all know that legit is. win that game? Jawan Jennings. Yeah. Yeah, 174 yards. Took like five snaps at quarterback. All right, we, we had that thing going, like, um, will Juwan throw a pass or not? <laughs> he did, but then he got caught back. So what is it? Did he throw it or not? I saw him throw like, it. I, I saw him throw it. Uh, yeah, he did throw it. Yeah. That's true. And he, it was caught. It's not the record book, but he threw it, so I win. Yeah, yeah. I win, you lose. One pass. Yeah. yeah. What did I say, two? Uh, it doesn't I matter. Remember what she said. I said zero. Said, so. Yes. <laughs> I win, you lose. Yeah. Yep. Who's your most valuable player? You ready You ready for this? JG. Yeah. JG. Because Juwan Jennings does not catch those balls if they're not perfectly thrown like they were. Yep. Thanks. I've matched that man for the longest time, but, man, he had a hell of a game. My he really goodness, did. He had a hell of a game. And that – Okay. Speaking of Neela Stadium, what happened when Juwan Jennings broke all those tackles like a freaking madman? Oh my god, that place went went unglued. Like it was like I just you just love watching him play football, man. I mean, he's such a beast. And then that place just we lost our minds. Jeez, you know? man. He Yeah. That pass was so well thrown. Yeah. And that run. He just wants it. He, dude, that guy wants it more than anyone on the football field every week. It doesn't matter who they're playing. It's not that even guy close. Wants I mean, so bad, so bad, man, so bad. He wants. It. it can be understated, like how like great a player he, he is. He is one of. He's he's one of the greatest 
I don't care what anyone says. And this is not recency bias because I know about Tennessee football. He's one of the greatest wide receivers to play for Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's up there with Tim McGee, Dante Stallworth. It's not recency uh, biased. He, you, you, Joey you put Kent. that guy on any of those teams that we're, we're, you know, we're talking about the other wide receivers, like, you know, Peerless Price, Dante Stallworth, all those people. You put them, you put him on those teams, dude, watch out. And he has such a different style than those guys, too. You know? Exactly. He's not, he's not just your right place, right time guy. He's like, catch it, kick yeah. your ass. You, you to need the 10 yards, give the dude the ball. Give yeah. the dude the ball. Ten yards, you it's it's as good as going. Just ten yards. And then yeah. what happens after ten yards happens after ten yards as we've seen so many times. Uh-huh. So many times. But besides besides that, Juan Jennings being your MVP, JG being mine, Darrell Taylor, and of course the other uh, you know, JT. I'm gonna call him JT. JG and JT. Yeah. JT had him. He, he was seven for eleven for 122 yards and a touchdown. And that pass that he threw to Marquez Callaway was beautiful. Was freaking yep. beautiful. Like what the heck? We have three quarterbacks. <laughs> I know. Like like a week. Like after which game was it? Florida. Yeah, we we weren't sure we had any quarterback yeah. at all. And like right now we're like, uh, we could really turn to anyone. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, wait. Yeah. We have kind of four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Javon Jennings took the first snap of the game. So it's like, yeah. oh, we got another quarterback in the game. Okay. Uh, here's this question. Um, who who do you want to start for uh, the UAB game? Who do I want to start? Yeah. Who would you start? Ooh. I still go Mauer. Mauer? No. I still go. If he's, if he's healthy, I still go. He go. he he's our best quarterback, but at the same time, I don't I don't know if it's worth losing. Are you going back to JG, buddy? Actually, I'm going Shroud. Oh, for real? He's the only guy I know who's 100 percent healthy, and like I just I feel comfortable with this team. I know they only have one loss, and yes, be scared of them. But if you look at the teams they played, they haven't beaten anyone. The one time they faced a team with a winning record, they lost. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Man, I don't know. It's a tough one. I, I, I just okay. J, it's JT like, and it's JG. It's almost like you can't. Like, what if that game sparked JG? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I mean, he had a great game. I mean, there's no. It's a kidding. good. It's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. If you're if you're trying to say, man, which who's our best quarterback? And they all played that well. Yeah. Or have been playing that well. I mean, exceptions for JG, which hasn't been playing well until last game. But if you have options, that's not a bad thing. I will say this. I will say this. He he actually did play okay in the uh, Mississippi State and Alabama game. Besides that one play, stupid mistake. Yeah. yeah besides but that, that, you know, you make a big that big mistake, it erases everything you did well. So exactly. It, 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 but people don't people don't remember everything you did right. They just remember everything that you did wrong. <laughs> That's I, just I, how I love the pe- people's brains work. I love the uh, hug he gave uh, Pruitt on the sideline. Like you know, yeah. show yeah. show everyone we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> we're best friends now. We're gonna. Go. Yeah, everything's good. Yeah. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure I put out a tweet quoting that, quoting the person that showed that video. And I put it in all like the lowercase and uppercase letters, like, you know, SpongeBob or whatever. That little thing people do. I was like, buddy tugged on his face mask. <laughs> buddy tugged on his face mask. Buddy tugged on his face mask. <laughs> but, Man, one, one thing we shouldn't forget to talk about is how great our offensive line played. I know that, that is always overlooked. But they didn't get um, – South Carolina didn't sack our guys one time. Didn't get one sack. Right. And uh, that's like that's like the third best D-line in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. They are really, really coming together. Yeah. I feel like we had a lot of – a lot of players that went down in this game. We I don't did. know how – like the, the extent of the injuries or whatever, but I don't know how nicked up they are. But we had a lot of guys kind of go down, so – 
I, I'm trying yeah. to think. Uh, Sol- Solomon went down. Ta- Darrell Taylor went down. Juanny Morris went down at, yeah, at one think point in time. Darnell Wright went down. Yeah, they all went down. So Toto like, went out for a little bit. Yeah, they, yeah. And so, so did Milton, but he got kicked out. So he got kicked out, so he'll just be fresher. I mean, Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and that's even more impressive, like how great our defense played and he wasn't even out there. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um, – we're going to kind of preview the UAB game on the next podcast, but let's kind of go ahead and preview it to wrap up this podcast. Yeah. You have – here's here's my take. And you can have – you can respond to this take. Uh, this is what I felt like as soon as – as soon as the South Carolina game ended, I already moved on to UAB. Yeah. And I don't think UAB is going to be an easy team, but you have to look at UAB, not like the University of Alabama, Birmingham, but like the University of Alabama. You have got to play like they're Alabama. You, you you cannot let up. You have got to play them like you're playing Alabama, like you're playing Georgia, like you're playing South Carolina, like you're playing Mississippi State, all those teams. You cannot even let up one bit or they're going to beat you. I, I'm I'm not really worried about it, to be honest. I, I, I'm pretty confident our guys having that approach because, like, when you start playing like this, I feel like any team that's put in front of you, you're going to play like that, you know? Right, it's just like they're they're loving it. It's just like, uh, it's like it's momentum. It doesn't stop, you know, just because it's an easier opponent, yeah, mm-hmm. or a yeah. different name. And it's they're they're a good team. They're like they're they might they're definitely better than Bandy. I'd say. Yeah, I feel like a lot of teams are better than Bandy right now. Yeah. Okay, Missouri. so exact. I was about to bring that up. Missouri is really struggling. I let's just talk about that. I mean, okay, they. They arguably have lost the maybe the maybe the three worst teams on their schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kentucky and they have three and, losses. Yeah, Kentucky and Vandy. Like oh, that's, that's yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just gonna say yeah. SEC teams, but like, well, they lost to that, Wyoming too. <laughs> good lord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Oh, really oh actually, that's all three of the road games. <laughs> they got to come to Neyland, right? Yeah. Uh, no, we we go to Missouri. Yeah, I know. It's good. Yeah. Sucks. yeah. <laughs> Trap game. Of course. I dude, I hate I went there one to that stadium once and I hate that place more than any place I've ever been to in my life. Really? I hate Missouri. It is so boring and stupid and dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Everything about that town just makes you want to Was it was it twenty fifteen? Uh, yeah, it was cold as crap. Oh my that was the coldest game I think we ever played. It was like nineteen to seven. Yeah, yeah, was that was terrible. Day. Oh, it was terrible. Holy crap! Or medley, it was like okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was an awful game. That was so poopy. I did, I did not like it. But yes, we have to play UAB like it's Alabama. I agree. You have got to come out, and I don't want. I don't. If you're going to take the next step, I don't want to see this team come out and just kind of dick around. I want to see this this team do what they did against South Carolina and just put their foot on their throat and just crush the life out of them. Suffocate the crap out of them and do not let up. And show and show us how much you've progressed. Continue to progress. I'm confident in Pruitt taking this game seriously because um, he uh, – Bill Clark, the head coach at UAB, used to be a high school coach in Alabama and one of the – one of his team's rivals. Yeah. Yeah. So he's familiar with Bill Clark. So. Yeah. But and a lot of the guys on our staff coached with Bill Clark and stuff. So. Ah. Right. But we'll see. I don't. I just think we got to really push this game. I think this game's going to really determine. So right, right now, you... where you sitting? Like, what do you think we'll do this season for the rest? We got what four games left. What do you, how do you think yeah. those go? I <laughs> bro, I don't I can't I we've been positive this whole podcast and I am uh man. I think we went out. 
too. <laughs> I think it went out. And I hope that just the recent, like the recent C bias isn't getting me, but it's kind of like what you just said. I think he's going to have them ready to play. And I think what I said earlier about Jonathan Crompton saying when the offense clicks, it's going to click. And I think it has clicked. And I think they're going to really start airing the ball out, and that's going to really open up our run game. And our running backs are going to go start to go absolutely crazy. And I, I, I just I think the offense, offensive lines gelling, everyone's gelling. I think this is going to be an offense that's going to start to be become a force, and I think it's going to be hard to stop. I think it's going to be hard to stop. I'm, I'm so excited to teach the Jerry Pruitt era. Because he's, like, stringing these games together. Like, last year we had the performance against Auburn and Kentucky, and the, and those are kind of, like, outliers from the rest of, from the, rest of the season. Because the other games, like, a lot of times we didn't even show up, it felt like. Yeah. Like it was, That's why I think the beginning of the season was such higher expectations. And it disappointed so many people because of the victories that we did get. But I feel like last season, last season was just – I don't know. We got the wins over Auburn and Kentucky. And then I just feel like we played really well in those games. But I feel like we're about to put together a string of really good games and not just a couple good games. Yeah. So, so we're, we're gelling at the right time. Yeah, I, I think we are. I, I think what I mentioned earlier, recruits are going to start seeing this and recruits are going to really start to notice it. And I think that's going to make Jamie Pruitt even more, I don't know, positive and moving forward, momentum. Okay. Well, where would you set the over-under on, on a concussions for Mauer for, for the rest of the season? <laughs> well, let's see. He's had two concussions in two games. So, I don't know. Maybe one for each remaining game? Yeah. I mean, he, there's a bye week before the Missouri game, so he could heal for that one and be back. <laughs> No, he'll sustain one during that week somehow. Oh, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> he'll fall or something. I don't know. True. He'll just run into like a random <laughs> still frame of a building. I just feel like Pruitt's like learning how to be a coach right now. You know? Yes, he's learning on the job. He's learning on the job. I'm just seeing the things I didn't see last year. Like, like I, I never feel like this team's like doesn't care, you know? Yeah, I feel like they care a lot now. Yeah, it's so refreshing because there were so many times last year where they didn't care, and I think that was a lot of the Butch Jones propaganda crap in people's it, heads. It, yeah, you have to learn to remove that crap from yourself, it, and yeah, it's that. I think it's that, but it's also I think Pruitt's learning how to be a head coach. Yeah, he is. He's learning. You can see it every single week. I think he even said that in media days. So like he focused on like you know the grand scheme, the whole plan, you know, too much last year, and didn't focus enough on individual relationships. Sorry, right? Don't tie. Um, and uh, you can see that now. He's like more comfortable in his role. Yeah. So, I'm trying to think here. Did you see the video of him at uh, Gus's after the game? The video of what? Of Jeremy Pruitt at uh, Gus's deli after the game. Oh, with the two fans? Yeah. I, I saw I saw it, but I didn't watch it. I just saw him smiling and then, like, fist bump a couple of people. Oh, oh, you, aren't, you haven't seen the – this one, I haven't seen the audio yet, no. This, well, there's no audio. That's not about audio. Like, this one fan – Put his arm around Pruitt, and you can invisibly see Pruitt get so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this fan's like super drunk. <laughs> it was hilarious. And I like made a meme of it. I put like um, Pruitt, JG, and then I put the guy as like Eric Ainge. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was like, love you, man. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to be here. Oh, and he yeah. went on Fine Mom today and talked about that. He was like, he said he was getting fries for his wife because she's six months pregnant. Who's who's six months pregnant? Uh, for its wife. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, but anyways, to wrap up the show, 
I think I think I think we went out. I really do. That's so. I think we went out and I think God I hope I don't shoot myself in the foot, but I think I just think I think we went out. I really do. And I think it's gonna be a fun into the season just to get everyone excited again. Everyone excited again. Good recruiting class. Yeah, yeah. Good recruiting class again. But we're seeing kind of those recruits pay off right now. So, but we'll see. And we will see. We'll we'll do another podcast this later this week. And we will answer some questions. We're going to put out some, you know, I'll put out something on Twitter asking people to send questions in. So we'll see what kind of questions we come up with this week. And that's going to pre- pretty much be the show this week is just pretty, pretty much pure questions. So from people, so should be fun. Should be entertaining and interesting. But other than that, dude, it was, it was a great week. It was a great week. And I had fun watching that, that freaking beat down. Yes. But until next time, baby, till the end of this week, enjoy this win. Enjoy it.